Welcome to Read Now, brought to you by Mooney Valley Libraries and hosted by book-loving library staff Jenny Mulder and Jackie Brown. Mooney Valley is an historically rich and diverse council area located adjacent to the City of Melbourne in Victoria, Australia. Mooney Valley City Council respectfully acknowledges the traditional custodians of this land, the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation, their spirits, ancestors, elders and community members past and present. Welcome again to some more discussion about books and reading along with some great recommendations. Today we're joined by Nate who's here to tell us about the um, types of books he likes to read and a couple of favourites. So welcome Nate. G'day, how are you going? Very well, thank you. So we might just start by um, asking you just in general what kind of books you like to read. I tend to be the sort of guy who just, if I just find a book in a shop or an up shop or the library, I just go randomly, and unless I'm really into mm. the author. I just like the look and feel of a book when I just pick it up. I just love the random um, discovery of great books. So, so you don't have any favourite authors or? Um... Oh, yeah, no, I definitely do. Like, I love, uh, I'm a big George Orwell fan. Um, I like Helen Gardner, um, but I also controversially, even though he's some, somewhat seen as a misogynist, um, and he can be, so you have to be quite um, just aware when you're reading some of his stuff, but even stuff like Charles Bukowski, because um, I really like really um, sharp, sharp cutting prose um, and people saying things very beautiful and profound things very simply, and I think he does that mm. wonderfully. Um, but yeah, look, and to be honest, a lot of the time I don't even remember authors' names. I just remember books. You're, you're not alone there. A lot of us find it hard to remember the titles of books or, or yeah. the authors. And often we're having to do a little bit of investigation to discover what it was we did read. It was a blue book a couple of years ago. Mm. Yeah, it's just all about whatever book. I'll just read it. It looks interesting. I'll just get into it. So, Nate, have you read something recently that you'd like to tell us about, something that really stood out in, in the last few months? Yeah. Um, look, I go to Sam Merrifield a lot. Uh, yeah. As wonderful librarians there, obviously. Tam in particular, uh, she has given me so many wonderful books to read in particularly the last year, although I've always stated I can't keep up with her pace of reading. But, yeah, she's given me some really great books. But I read one recently in the last... Um, month or so called Braid um, by Leticia Colombani, um, oh. French author. I really, really loved it. Um, and it was a real celebration of womanhood I found and power and perseverance. And I, it, it really, you know, coming from a pro-feminist sort of viewpoint and being raised like that, uh, I, I just love the stories of um, women struggling to overcome um, difficult circumstances and patriarchy and all that type of stuff mm. and the perseverance of female power. And so it was a non-fiction title? Yeah, it's a, sorry, yeah, it's a non-fiction title. And uh, I think it was her first book that was published in English language. Okay. It's quite mm. well known in France, I think. But it was just a beautiful book with three narratives that sort of um, intertwine and end up coming to a point of um, what you call it, where everything comes together and the characters connect. 
but it, it, it was about about three different women's struggles across the globe. And the, the first woman was, I think her name was Smita, who was from the, one of the lower castes or the lowest caste of the caste system in India. Mm. And it was about her struggle um, to get for her daughter a better life and an education that she was deprived of because of the caste system. Poverty that a lot of people in India face. The, the other characters in the book are amazing as well. There was um, Abilia, I think, from Italy, who'd worked um, with her father's business for many years and then, and then is faced with challenges when she has to take over the business and um, about sort of um, and standing up for what she believed in and, and taking a new path for her family. And, um, I, I, and then the third character was a, a Canadian lawyer, high-powered lawyer, and that, that was particularly touching for me because it just reminded me of some of the struggles that women have to endure and climbing the, or, you know, the glass ceiling. And even just when you get through the glass ceiling, you still got to um, avoid falling off the glass cliff for many women mm. as well. So, and um, it just shows a little still there's, you know, no matter how much progress is made in gender equality, there's still so much discrimination that occurs. It's a really worthwhile book. And uh, someone, I was looking through some reviews and someone said it was soul expanding. And I, I would agree on that. Like yeah. it really felt like it touched my soul when I read it. And um, it's really stayed with me. And uh, I gave it to my wife and she absolutely loved it as well. That's a great description for a book, isn't it? A yeah, great yeah, summary yeah. for a book, soul expanding. I, I yeah. really love that. Have you read anything else recently that you'd like to tell us about? Yeah, I did. I also, I was just looking through stuff I read uh, I have read this before, but I, I did find it in an op shop recently. And again, back to it's a George Orwell book. Um, I read Down and Out in Paris and London many years mm. ago, but I found it um, in, a, in a secondhand place recently. And uh, it's only a quick read, but it, it really is a, an awesome book. I think a lot of the reviewers and fans reckon it's one of his weakest books, but it's actually got a bit of a cult following. And he, he wasn't happy with the final book, but I, I just loved it first page to the end. Um, and it's a bit, you know, it's set in the 1930s and post-First World War um, and the Depression. And I, I've, I've read some things that a lot of it is true. Like he, he came from a, a wealthy aristocrat family, but he, he was really a very socialist, socially minded, and he was a socialist at heart. Uh, he spent a lot of time in Paris living on Skid Row, basically. And... It's an amazing book about poverty and the struggles that, that people go through. And, and he was basically working in very um, low-end jobs. He was working as um, a dishwasher in many French restaurants. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty fun in some ways as well because he talks about the hygiene practices in these, some of these French restaurants. But I've never seen anyone describe filth and smell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure we want to know about that side no, of things. Okay. Um, I heard about that particular book. It was mentioned yeah. in something um, I, I was looking at last year, but I can't remember what. But it did lead me to discover that George Orwell did actually write quite a lot on that theme of social justice. He um, did. He really did. Yeah. I think the Wig and Peer was another yeah. one, and I suppose 1984 certainly yes. is, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, the road. I think it was the road to Wig and Peer. Yes, um, yeah. Um, such a such a staunch socialist that he went off to fight in the Spanish Civil War and got yeah. injured. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So some authors have 
interesting lives apart from their books it's their their own lives that are that can be quite fascinating and and you want to discover more about have you have you got anything on um on your list of what you're going to read next Oh, you know what I don't? I've I've just got a room full of books, or you know, I've got to, I just, just go all over the floor. Uh, I was planning on reading Brave New World, actually. Oh, okay. Jackie and I have both got enormous who read lists that that yep, never yep. stop growing. But mm-hmm. I, I, yes, it's it's can be a bit of a trap. We're we're also uh, discovering some of our. Um, other resources that we've got available through the library too as well. So yep. we've also been watching a few things through Canopy and listening to a few things. Have you ever used any of the other resources that we have like like Canopy for film streaming or or Linda to learn anything? Uh, I've used Linda, really fantastic resource. I haven't used Canopy um, uh, and I should because I, I – I don't want to label myself a bit of a Luddite, like I, I tend to avoid technology. Um, so I've really been trying to get more into the world of using technology as much as possible. And I, I think I should explore some of the options that libraries have. I just find um, my favourite thing is to come in and talk to, to library staff because they're all fantastic and they recommend books. And I love the community and face-to-face contact. Um, and, and we love to talk about books, mm. let's be honest. Yes, I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I should check out Canopy because I'm a huge film buff as well. There are there are some great films available on there and some great documentaries too as well. I was going to ask you whether you're a hard copy reader, so a, a yep. book reader with a nice physical book that you can turn the pages on or an e-reader, but I think you've already answered that. I just couldn't get into the not having the feel of a book in my hand, to be honest. It's uh, not quite the same, is it? Not quite. I mean, I, I'm always encouraging whatever, however you read, I think it's really important. And particularly for males, whatever, whatever, because, you know, a lot of men don't read and it's, they're really missing out. And um, it, it's not only a self-care um, exercise, it, it enriches your life and um, your soul, soul expanding, like we were saying before. But it's meditative and it, it really puts you into another world. And it's, it's so good for you um, in every way, as we know. And uh, so I'm always in, trying to encourage other blokes to read too. Do you recommend lots to other people? Uh, you know what, I, I don't, um, and, and I should. I certainly don't share everything I'm reading with other people, probably yeah. because I, I sometimes think pe- people will judge me by what I read. You know, I, I read trash sometimes, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, I want people to think I only read intelligent intellect books and that's absolutely not the case, is it, Jackie? Yeah, that's right. Not at all. And it's an interesting thing because uh, in my job, I'm often recommending um, uh, books and authors to people on in areas that I don't read, uh, yeah. you know, and it's a sort of professional thing that I keep a running sort of just my finger on the pulse of new crime books that are coming out, new romance authors that are coming out. It's it's just something that I kind of keep in the back of my head and I can have a conversation around that. But then occasionally it's sort of once I find someone that I know shares my taste and we start talking about things I like and things they like and we still, but there's probably only a couple of, um, you know, people that I know well enough to sort of say, have you read the latest Whatever, <laughs> yes, yes. it's like I know, I know you, and you know me, and we're on the same wavelength on this. And yeah, so it's fun to do that. But yeah, 
I joined my first book club through Mooney Valley and I've never been to a book club basically before and that's the um the feminist book club and um, that's been a really fantastic experience as well and uh, I, I really loved as well some of the author presentations that have been done at the library as well and the talks and things like that. Thank you so much Nate for no coming along and talking to yeah, us. Thanks for inviting me. You're, you're most welcome. We, As I said, we do love to hear from our readers and share with other people. Jackie, mm -hmm. you got anything else you'd like to say? No, thank you for popping in. We, no, like I say, it's, it's a fun conversation to have. Jenny and I have quite a to-be-read pile and also a to-be-watched pile and to-be-listened-to pile, as I'm sure lots of people do. Uh, so, Jenny, might as well start. What's on your read-watch-listen list? I really want to read the, the new book that's just recently in the last few days come out by Mary Trump, who's Donald Trump's niece. Oh. Um, yes. Mm. <laughs> Too much. Yes. Very salty. Yes, I, I've heard that. I've read lots of reviews and I really, really want to read it. So I'm going to um, put in a request that the library purchase it, which I'm sure they will be doing anyway, mm. and hopefully I can get my hands on it sometime soon. I don't usually read political type books, but this really interests me and I really, really want to read it. I'm also going to do some Linda training because I, I want to learn how to do YouTube videos. Um, so that's going to be a steep learning curve because I haven't used video much before. In fact, I don't even use the camera on my phone very much. So it's going to be a bit of a steep learning curve, but um, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a little bit of fun. And this weekend, I'm planning to explore some films on Canopy and just have a bit of a browse and pick one to watch on Saturday night. What about you? Well, very exciting for me because one of my very, probably my favourite writer of all time, David Mitchell, uh, has a new book out. I think it only came out the other day. Uh, now, this is David Mitchell who wrote uh, books called Cloud Atlas and The Bone Clocks, which is not uh. the David Mitchell, who's the comedian on the telly, who's also very good and has also written books, but... Former David Mitchell uh, has got a new book out called Utopia Avenue and I'm extremely excited. I have high expectations and I always do, uh, but I'm never disappointed. So I'm very, very excited about that. Haven't got my hands on a copy just yet, but very soon. You you loved the bone clocks, didn't you? You, you raved Dawned about the bone, that. I've uh, loved um, every book he's ever written uh, and I'm... Very excited. He doesn't write, he's not terribly prolific. He probably hasn't written a novel in about five years, uh, but I'm very, very excited. Oh, that'll be, that'll be something to look forward to. Have you got anything to watch? You mentioned Linda for some YouTube things or? No, as I, as I said, I'm just going to browse through Canopy and just pick something that takes my fancy at the weekend. Um, I, have, I haven't decided yet. I was looking just before, there's a few documentaries I wouldn't mind seeing. There's a couple of films. Um, Sink or Swim is a, is a French film that I've looked at a couple of times over the last couple of years and thought I must watch that sometime. Mm. It looks a little bit like um, The Full Monty, a, a bit of that sort of mm. um, theme of, of middle-aged men trying to recover something of their lost youth. The other one that, again, um, I've been meaning to watch for quite some time is um, The Death of Stalin. 
which is a mm. bit of a um, comedy about um, Stalin's death, a, a dark comedy, I think you'd have to say. This is technically not what I am going to be reading, but I've just finished Beauty by Brie Lee, a mm. very, very quick read, but a great, great book on body image, um, short, sharp, and very, very relevant. Um, what about you? Uh, I've got sitting on my coffee table the first season of Succession from the library. So Succession um, has been out, I think we're at about season two or three now, but I'm yet to start. I've heard many, many good things. Uh, so it revolves around a family, a sort of father and several children uh, that are quite wealthy and how politics in the family about an elderly parent and an empire which may or may not be passed on to the next generation. When it first came out, it was very loosely referred to as being inspired by the Murdoch family. Um, but I think it's it's gone a bit further than that now. But I have not watched any of it, so I'm very excited about that. Have you read anything great this recently? Finished anything? I'm mid reading a book called The Dictionary of Lost Words by Pip Williams, who oh. I think is Australian. Uh, but it's it's really, really good and I'm devouring it with absolute relish. Uh, it is uh, about a woman whose father is one of the editors on the Oxford English Dictionary uh, and she, as a child, picks up a book, a, a slip for a definition of a word that's been forgotten and. Uh, builds up her own library dictionary of words and a lot of them are uh, related to women and suffragism and all sorts of things that don't get into proper dictionaries written by men. It's funny that you mentioned that because that's that's a book that I've picked up and put down several times over the last few weeks because it's, it's one that appeals to me so um it does look really interesting, mm. doesn't it? It's, it's, About it's halfway through. I'll, I'll read it too um, and we can compare notes and see what mm. we, we thought of it. Anything else? Uh, I've picked up a, a cookbook, which Jenny will know oh. is not unusual for me. Uh, I do tend to run through cookbooks uh, constantly, uh, but this particular one is called Oats in the North, Wheats, Wheat from the South. And I'm not going to attempt to pronounce the author's name because it looks difficult um, and I would butcher it. But it, the, it's about baking from the UK with a sort of social history oh. bent, which is very much in my wheelhouse. Yeah, so it is recipes, but it will talk about, you know, particular pastries and biscuits and cakes from parts of the UK and the history that goes along with that. So I very much like that sort of thing. Really, really interesting. Um, so many books, so little so time. Many books, I know. And of course, we're really interested in what you're reading and watching and listening to at the moment. So uh, get in contact with us or chat with us in the library and we'll do this again soon. Thanks for listening. We hope you got some ideas for your next read. You can find more information about what we discussed at catalogue.mvcc.vic.gov.au. Thanks again from Mooney Valley Libraries. <music>